Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging loved one? Are you a senior searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. And now, America's Senior Care Consultant, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, your Senior Care Consultant. I really appreciate you being here today. All right, we have an excellent program for you here today. would like to uh, welcome back David Wiley. He's the president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care and Mary Zayner Bauer. She's the director of donor relations again at Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And David and Mary, welcome to Senior Care Live. Hi, Steve. Good to be here today. All right. Uh, so, Mary, if you would uh, share a little bit about your background and your work at uh, Kansas City Hospice, please. Sure. Thanks, Steve. Um, it's kind of hard to believe I've been with Kansas City Hospice for just over 15 years. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Just a few. Uh, I began my career here as the plan giving major gift specialist and formalized the Kansas City Hospice plan giving efforts by starting the Full Circle Society which is offers gratitude and benefits for those very special people who have included Kansas City Hospice in their estate plans. I've also had the joy of working closely with individuals to create meaningful plans that help fulfill the mission of Kansas City Hospice and the desire for those individuals to make a difference by helping others. The most Probably the most enjoyable part of my job is building partnerships between our organization our donors, and the people we serve. All right. And yeah, 15 years, that's uh, that that's a pretty good run. And I'll, yep. I'll say uh, Kansas City Hospice is lucky to have you. So. Thank you. David, I, I think you'd probably agree with that one. 100%. Mary's <laughs> great at her role. So. All right. All right. And, and Mary, so your role in the organization is really important because you help donors support the organization. Uh, what does that look like at Kansas City Hospice? And why are you so passionate about your work? Thanks for asking, Steve. I do love my job and I am passionate about it. Some of the favorite things about my job really are helping others make sure that the legacy they want to leave is in place and being able to do everything we can on our end to make that happen. I love the opportunity to have conversations with people about what is meaningful to them and help them develop estate plans to honor their legacy. 
Fun fact, Steve, Estate Planning Awareness Week is October 17th, so it's a great time to learn why estate planning is so important to your financial wellness, to your personal legacy, regardless of your age or your financial situation. While we don't take the place of an estate attorney, we do help people understand how estate planning and planned giving tools can help them not only in life, but to leave a legacy for their family and their community as well. Okay, and Mary, you're right. I mean, estate planning can really feel or sound like an overwhelming topic. Uh, So let's start with a really simple question. Who should have an estate plan? Great question, Steve. Really everyone. Everyone has an estate. If you have a bank account, a vehicle, special, special treasures, like family heirlooms or the can of coins in your back closet, If you don't want Uncle Sam to say who those things go to, then you need to make your wishes known through an estate plan. It's important to take the time to make sure our money and items that are special to us are distributed in the way we want them. A good estate plan can also help to minimize or avoid estate taxes. Okay, and Mary, what is the number one thing that everyone should have? Well, it's not just one, Steve. Okay, you're going to make it complicated, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just off the top of my head, a will or a living revocable trust, a living will or health care directive, such as a health care power of attorney, and a durable power power of attorney for finances. Okay, so tell us about those. I mean, that's a lot right there. So tell us about that. All right. Again, I want to tell you that we always advise people to consult with estate planning professionals such as attorneys or tax advisors to determine what will work best for them and that the correct language is used. But I'm happy to offer a little brief overview. Okay. So let's talk about the will. A will only becomes effective upon death. It specifies how assets will be distributed. It can name an executor to distribute your assets. It allows for payment of debts and taxes. It can name a guardian for minor children and can handle other business affairs to settle the estate. Wills can go through probate and can be subject to executor fees, legal fees, and taxes. Now, the living revocable trust, it's the same as a will, except it can specify how assets will be distributed during life in case of incapacity and after death. Properly funded, a living revocable trust allows your estate to avoid probate, thus minimizing the expenses and the delays. And then the living will at advanced directives for healthcare. These documents address decisions you have made regarding care, like nutrition, hydration, and resuscitation at the end of life. And that living will, uh, most people do not have one, unfortunately, but you know, while you're in uh, you know, your, your right state of mind and you are competent and able to speak for yourself, it is just so critically important to say, you know, I want heroic measures taken. I do not want heroic measures taken. I mean, you, you just, you say what you want and you, frankly, that also takes the burden off of making those uh, r- monumental decisions. You, you take that off of someone in your family, most likely. Absolutely. Absolutely, Steve. So I can see how uh, important all of these things are. And if a person has these three items, would you consider their estate plan complete? 
Um, these documents, those are extremely important, but they don't cover every scenario. Um, you may also need to consider who you want by your side to make decisions on your behalf, like you said, if you are not able to manage your own affairs. For this, you'll need the durable power of attorney for finances. This person has the legal right to manage your property and act as your agent if you're no longer able to manage them. If you do not have a durable, of a, durable power of attorney selected for finances, the courts can appoint a conservator for you. The court may select any person as conservator, and there may be expensive reports, audits, costs, etc., in the management of your property. The last is the health care power of attorney, which authorizes the person you name to assist your doctors in making health care decisions while you may be incapacitated. There's also the HIPAA documents. The, these identify who should receive health-related information about your care. As important, Steve, as these documents are to have, it is just as important to let the people know who you've identified to fill those roles and have the conversations with them prior to their uh, being needed. Yeah, you don't want to spring that on someone or, or maybe not even tell them at all. Right. And, and you pass away or you get into some sort of a, a terrible situation where you're going to lean on someone to make critical decisions for you. And then they find out at that time and they're like, oh, my gosh, right. <laughs> don't, you, you don't want to surprise anyone with that right. for sure. Right. And I don't know about you, but I really don't want a, a person I don't know in a court uh, assigning someone that I may or may not know to make decisions on behalf of me and my assets and my health and all of that. Uh, get that stuff taken care of Absolutely. now. <laughs> Absolutely. You are right. No, no doubt about it. So, Mary, what's your best advice for people considering uh, not only how to protect and care for their loved ones, but how to leave a legacy of care for their community? Sure. Thanks um, for asking. You know, making gifts through your estate plan is very is a very important impactful way to give. Some will tell me, I don't know what I'm going to need in while I'm living, but I would like to share with you what I have left. Some say it's important for me that my children see that I gave to others while I was living and continue to do so upon my death. Many will leave a percent of their estate to charities that are important to them. I recently worked with a woman whose son died unexpectedly from COVID. She is taking the percent that would have been his and splitting it between Kansas City Hospice and another charity that was important to him. I think it made her feel good to do so while honoring the memory of her son. It was wonderful to have that uh, partnership and is the best part of my job. Honest, it can really bring peace of mind to you and your family if you have your estate plans laid out knowing that the plans can be changed as we journey through life, but that the assets we've worked hard for are distributed in the way we want them to be. Many people are helping others during this difficult time, Steve, and doing so while updating your estate plans can be a very easy way to make a big difference. All right, and uh, there are so many resources, uh, including a free will guide that you can download at uh, kchospicelegacy.org, kchospicelegacy.org, and I'll have more with David and Mary coming up next. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. Estate planning is only for the wealthy. Is that statement true or false? 
What do you think? You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. It's really more of a statement. Estate planning is only for the wealthy. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... False. The answer is false. And Mary... Why is that statement false? Steve, estate planning is really for all of us. We can use estate planning tools to ensure any assets we do have are distributed in the way that we wish. Our loved ones are protected and cared for and that we leave a meaningful legacy behind, regardless of the amount of wealth we have accumulated in our lifetime. All right, that is excellent. Uh, we're visiting today with David Wiley and Mary Zayner Bauer, uh, both with Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And right before the break, uh, we talked about uh, a resource, uh, Mary, and that was at kchospicelegacy.org. And and uh, off mic on the on the break, you had mentioned there there's a wealth of resources at that at that website. Yes, there are, Steve, and they're updated on an ongoing basis. And you can sign up to get an email where we send updates monthly. Monthly, uh, there's the will planning guide that you can download. Mm-hmm. You can uh, put in a gift annuity, you know, to see if that's something that you want to do. There's really a lot of great resources on there for people to visit. That is excellent. And again, for our listeners, go to kchospicelegacy.org to access all of those resources. Uh, excellent, excellent resource, kchospicelegacy.org. And uh, Mary, before the break, we spoke about the basics of estate planning. Are there any other things for people to think about when considering an estate plan? Yes, there are, Steve. Um, those documents are important, but again, as I said earlier, conversations with plan giving or estate planning professionals are also important. You know, it's a win-win situation when we make a plan you feel good about that can also really help the work of charities that are important to you. This is very important to us at Kansas City Hospice. We work to develop relationships with people who support our mission. We learn about what is meaningful to them or their loved ones, and then together share different opportunities that can make an impact on our community. We also stay connected to them and update them about how their gift is going to make a difference. All right. And David, sometimes when we talk about nonprofit donors, uh, people think that you need to have the ability to offer, you know, very large donations to make a difference. Uh, If someone can only give, let's say, you know, 10 or $20 a month, will they still have an impact on the organization? You know, Steve, it's such a great question. And the answer is absolutely yes, because... $10 every month adds up to over $100 a year, which really could buy groceries for a family or help make a birthday or a holiday special. Uh, 10 donors who give $10 a month becomes more than $1,000 a year, which can help provide care for a person without resources to pay. You know, it all makes a difference for our community and for patients and families served by Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. It's also important to know that most of us will not have the ability to make regular large gifts. 
but we still have opportunities to not only make a difference for a nonprofit mission close to our heart, but to ensure our loved ones are protected and they're cared for. You know, every every dollar counts. I mean, it all adds up. Literally, it's, it's so important. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So uh, what are uh, some of the ways that you've seen donors make a difference for families? You know, seeing how much people want to help others is just so inspiring to me. You know, we've had donors who've ensured that we're able to meet the great need for assistance for our home care patients or patients in our hospice houses. Each year, we provide more than $500,000 in charity care to people with no resources to pay. And we're all able to do that because of great donors. A more basic example is our B. Haley Fund for Patient Needs, which provides food, housing assistance, cleaning supplies, and even holiday stockings for seniors as gift for families served through any of our programs. More than 300 individuals are helped each year through this amazing fund. Others who have helped meet the increased need for specialized grief support and mental health services for those who had someone die during the pandemic or the death of a loved one was complicated by social isolation or other pandemic related factors. We recently held Camp Carousel, for example, for families um, who've experienced a death of a loved one and were able to offer this free of charge to the participants because of our great donors. See, and, and that's amazing. Over five hundred thousand dollars of 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 free care, of charitable mm-hmm. care, and all of these extras that I, I know Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care uh, offers, and going up above and beyond, and then specifically addressing the needs of families who lost someone during COVID. And mm-hmm. that, that's a that's a large number. It sure is. Yep. So, uh, Mary, I imagine that you have some similar stories to share. I do, Steve. Thanks for asking. Um, one in particular that comes to mind, I recently had the honor of working with a woman who was so moved by the hospice care her husband received from a specific Kansas City hospice staff member who was uh, continuing her education. And then through several conversations, we were able to work together uh, to create educational opportunities for our staff. So she took that extra step to help them. And I I think David has a fun story to share also. Yeah, you know, um, one of my favorite ones is um, several years ago, we received this terrific letter from this um, granddaughter um, who had a lemonade stand and she raised $10.27 and she wanted to donate it to us in honor of her grandpa. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Not only did we get $10.27, but we also received this lovely little art drawing and um, I was so proud to be able to write her back and thank her for the impact that she is making by giving back. That is amazing. How old was she Uh, at the time? At the time she was, I think like seven years old. I mean, Oh my gosh. Her her parents are raising her well, right? To uh, recognize first of all, to be thankful for services that helped her grandpa. Yes, and then see the need to give back at that young age. St- open a lemonade stand and sell you know it ten dollars. What was it? Ten twenty seven. Ten dollars and twenty seven cents <laughs> worth <laughs> worth of uh, uh, lemonade, and then put that together and make a donation uh, uh, on behalf of their family as a thank you for taking such good care of my grandpa. I mean, that is, I'll tell you what, if, if I would have opened that and read it, and, and if I, I that would have just leveled me mm-hmm. to tears, I think, right there on the spot. So, 
a great moment for sure. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, so, uh, Mary and David, you, you shared some great information today about the basics of estate planning, and, and I and I love the inspiring stories of how donors, you know, large and small, have made a huge impact on the mission of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And for for our listeners, I'll give you a couple of contact points here. So, if you have been moved and you're like, you know what? Um, I, I, I don't, I'm not one of these huge donors, but I can do 10 or $20 a month. And again, it all adds up or whatever you can do. Maybe you want to uh, assign a part or maybe even all of your state uh, to Kansas City Hospice. You can do that. Go to kchospicelegacy.org, kchospicelegacy.org for more information. Uh, or, you, or you can get in touch with Mary to discuss other opportunities to give. And we're going to have more from David and Mary coming right up. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. Stick around. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For podcasts of the program, go to SeniorCareLive.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And Mary and David, you just shared some phenomenal information today. And, and you know, earlier in the program, we talked about the basics of estate planning and, and you had some phenomenal stories. And I will always remember that lemonade stand story. That was uh, <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, David, are there other ways that listeners can support Kansas City Hospice and help provide end-of-life care and grief support for families in need? You know, Steve, um, it's an exciting time of year for us because our signature fundraising event, which is called Sunday Night Live, is tomorrow, October 2nd, and it's in person this year at the Power and Light District downtown. Um, We still have tickets available. You can purchase them online at kchospice.org forward slash SNL, which stands for Sunday Night Live. Um, We also have great raffle tickets, uh, some amazing getaways. Also, um, you can bid on some silent auction items. And we have a a great event that's uh, the theme this year is called Champions of Care, where we're celebrating um, our amazing staff who do this great work every single day. And I love that uh, we are back and in person, no yeah. no Yay. virtual stuff. <laughs> right, yeah. After a couple of years of uh, doing this virtual and, you know, I think the, ten- the team did a great job uh, pivoting, you know, yeah. and doing what everybody had to do. But uh, we're going to be back together and it's going to be a great celebration. That's excellent. So it's at the Power and Light District right downtown across from what I, I will just continue. Uh, it, I still call at Bonner Springs, I still call that Sandstone. So, I mean, that, that's <laughs> up. But I'll, I think I'll always call it the Sprint Center, even though it's the T-Mobile centers. So. Right, right, right. Yep, across the street, and it'll it's outdoors, so it'll be fun. Yeah, and the, the weather should be pretty spectacular. Yeah, yes. it's looking good. Uh, Fingers crossed. Yep, absolutely. And uh, so you can get a ticket, and it's still, can you still go online to do that, or in person, or maybe both? Or? Both. Both are available. Um, the tickets are 200 bucks, um, and um, that helps us out uh, tremendously, 
And some people ask, you know, what do you wear? And we just say smart casual. So whatever makes you comfortable is what will work. Smart casual. I, I love that description. Yeah. 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 Just, just be comfortable and, and show up. And the, the main thing is that we're supporting a local organization that gives back, I mean, big time, tremendously uh, to our, our metropolitan area and those living in our community here uh, in a major, major way. Over a half a million dollars every single year the Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care provides over a half million dollars of unreimbursed care and guess what signature fundraising events like this and other uh, other donations that 10 20 dollars a month large donations including KC Hospice in your estate plan for giving it all adds up so that they can take care of those in our community and I absolutely love that so get online kchospice.org forward slash SNL you can buy a ticket you can just show up in person meet uh, David and Mary and a lot of the great folks from Kansas City Hospice and, and some of their their board members, some of, some of their leaders, and it's uh, uh, it's going to be an excellent evening, and it's it's definitely going to be worthwhile. And I'm I'm so glad to hear that it's in person again. Uh, Mary, do we have some new things happening that uh, haven't been in the past? Sure. Uh, yes, Steve. You know, um, with that price of the ticket, of course, you get I think there's four or five different restaurants and and food and beverage and. Uh, so you won't go home hungry. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. Um, we have a couple fun games that people can play. But this year, it's the first time we've added, I think there's four really cool live auction items that we're going to um, auction off that night. It's the first time we've done that. Okay. So we're excited to offer that to our champions of care because really the people that support us are also, uh, you know, our champions of care. So it will be a fun night. Great job. Absolutely. So uh, again, uh, thank you to David Wiley and Mary Zaner Bauer, uh, both with Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And uh, let, let me give you some some more contact information here. If you want to reach out to KC Hospice, 816-363-2600. You can also go to kchospice.org. And uh, there is a wealth, and I mean a wealth of information through this website and then if you want to learn more about this specific fundraising the signature fundraising event uh, of the year for kansas city hospice and palliative care go to kchospice.org and that's forward slash snl stands for sunday night live kchospice.org forward slash snl and David and Mary, thanks for being here today. I really appreciate it. And uh, uh, good luck uh, for the, uh, the big event tomorrow night. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. We appreciate being here. Thanks so much. All right. Again, just wanted to say thanks to David and Mary with Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And I'll, you want to talk about a phenomenal organization. Uh, this, this is, I, and I, I've talked about them before, you know, many, many, many times, but here are a few facts, and this is why it's important to donate to the right organization. You want to know that your money is making a difference. It's staying in our community, helping other families and, and individuals in our community. I think that's really important to a lot of people. But you want to make sure that the organization that you are donating to 
you want to make sure that they are re- using the money responsibly. They're good stewards of the money, and uh, and and that's exactly uh, that's the perfect way to describe Kansas City Hospice and palliative care. Very very responsible, and again they provide. And this is a huge number. This is a big big deal. They don't have to do this. They're not required to do this, but they provide over a half a million dollars every single year in unreimbursed care for individuals and families who cannot afford the cares. They don't say no. Well, guess what? Medicare doesn't require that as a condition of participation, but it's just part of their mission. It's part of their legacy. It's it's what they do. They take care of people in our community. And the way they're able to do that is all of all of these fundraising efforts uh, that they have throughout the year. And again, the big signature fundraising event is tomorrow night, October the 2nd. The doors open, if you will. It's outside. <laughs> okay, but you show up at 5. 5 p.m. and uh, tons of excellent food and drink and conversation. There are games. There's going to be a a, a very specific uh, auction of four different items uh, only for those who uh, attend in person. So that's kind of a new uh, thing that they've added this year. It is in person, thank goodness. Uh, and they did do a phenomenal job, uh, you know, turning that corner and making everything virtual the last two years. But something like this. You really want to be there in person if you can. Now, what if you say, hey, Steve, this sounds incredible. Uh, I am out of town or I'm, I'm not going to be able to attend, but I would like to donate. Okay, well, here's what you do. You log on to the website, kchospice.org forward slash SNL. You can make a donation there. You can buy a ticket and not show up. Okay, that's, that's donating $200 to the organization. But here's another thought. Okay. Buy a raffle ticket. You do not have to be in person and in attendance to win. And so these raffle tickets are $50 a piece. And I just wanted to highlight a few of these that, that, you know, I've I've bought I've bought some raffle tickets. Okay, (laughs) so each. Each package is worth at least $1,000, and some of these are worth way more than that. So buy a $50 raffle ticket uh, for uh, the range in Breckenridge, Colorado. Adventure to New Heights, Breckenridge Home. Uh, That's a a $50 uh, ticket. You can get uh, dinner for 10 at your home, and that's brought to you by Yaya's Euro Bistro. Party on Yaya's Dinner and Wine. Uh, Hey, that sounds uh, wonderful, and sounds really delicious. Uh, the one I'm particularly interested in is a trip to Puerto Vallarta. Um, hello, and sign me up. <laughs> it says a slice of heaven in Puerto Vallarta. Uh, so 50 bucks. Throw your, throw your hat, uh, your name in the hat, so to speak. Uh, meet me in Aspen. Uh, Ritz-Carlton uh, and uh, Aspen live large uh, a week at the Ritz-Carlton and Aspen. Uh, there's a foodie tour. I heard that was really cool. Uh, and so you could go around town and uh, sample, you know, different restaurants, uh, give certificates to 18 plus restaurants. Wow, that's awesome. 50 bucks. Uh, throw your hat in the ring there. Uh, Hotel Clio, uh, luxury redefined. That sounds amazing. Uh, how does your garden grow, right? So we're talking about your garden makeovers. Uh, Santa Fe Paradise Casa Oh, gosh, I, I'm going to probably mess this thing up. Casa Plata. Okay, look, look, 
six days and five nights in Santa Fe. <laughs> how about that? Because I have no idea how to say that, but it looks cool. <laughs> so anyway, the bottom line is uh, go to kchospice.org forward slash SNL and make a donation or buy a raffle ticket and you'll be contributing to a, a phenomenal and amazing organization that gives back to the community. I, I just couldn't recommend it any any more strongly than, uh, than, than I am now. So, uh, and again, for more of those uh, uh, resources that we talked about earlier in the program, kchospicelegacy.org. Uh, last but not least, you could always just give a call at 816-363-2600 for more information. But check it out. Donate. It will be wonderful. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. To contact Steve or a guest on his show, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more coming up. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so I really like discussing this little-known benefit. Now, if you work in the senior care business of senior care, okay, it, it really, at, at any level, most of us have definitely heard of the VA aid and attendance benefit. However, if you're outside of that little bubble, there's a really good chance that you've never heard of that, ever. It's not promoted, uh, and it's, uh, frankly, just a, a little-known benefit. So that's why I'm constantly talking about it, because it's just such a huge deal. There's so many people who could qualify for this, and they literally don't even know about it. Okay, so it's called the VA Aid and Attendance Benefit. And it's financial assistance to help veterans or the surviving spouse of a veteran pay for the high cost of senior care. Now, you must, there are all kinds of requirements, but Frank, and I'm going to break it down, but frankly, it's really pretty simple. Okay, you must require help and pay for help, pay for assistance for someone to help you with at least two activities of daily living. And I have a list that I'll go through here in just a minute. So if you've declined to the point where you need a little bit of help and you're paying a home care provider, maybe you've moved to assisted living, uh, or for sure if you've moved to long-term care, you're getting help uh, with at least two of these. But I'll go through that list in a moment. Of course, there is a service-related requirement, and then you have financial criteria that you must also meet. So uh, let's break this down, and I'll tell you what, I'm hoping that uh, around Veterans Day in November that I'm going to be able to have uh, a veteran service officer here from the VFW uh, to talk about this, and we'll, we'll really we'll get in the weeds and, and, and break that down, but I'm going to give the, the basics today. And when I work with senior care consulting clients right up front, one of the first questions I ask every single time when we're going through that that proprietary geriatric care assessment, every time, are you a veteran? Or maybe I'm talking to a widow. Was your husband a veteran? And uh, and I always ask about that. And if, if, if the answer is yes, then we talk about this and we explore whether or not they might qualify for this. So it's a big deal. So the service-related requirement, you have to have served at least 90 consecutive days of active duty. And so if you enlist in the military, um, you're, it's usually 
two years, uh, typically it's four years, uh, a four-year commitment, but uh, 90 consecutive days, at least one day, here's the kind of a big catch, at least one day during a period of war. Now, most of my clients served in either World War II or the Korean conflict. Uh, a few of my younger clients served in Vietnam. And so um, I, and I haven't had anyone served uh, that needs my help, at least in placement, uh, serving in, in, in Iraq. But, uh, uh, but it's usually World War II or the Korean conflict. So 90 consecutive days of active duty, at least one day during a period of war, not dishonorably discharged, okay? Income is less than the cost of care. That's pretty easy to do. Uh, for example, if, if your income is 2000 a month and you're living in a $5,000 a month assisted living community, well, your cost of care uh, is, is far greater than your income. That will trigger the maximum benefit that I'll review here in just a minute. Liquid assets of no more than $138,489 <laughs> or less. I mean, that's, that's the 2022 number uh, for, uh, for this particular program. Notice how that's almost the same as that Medicaid number. Okay, so this, this really mirrors the Medicaid uh, program. A, a, lot of, a lot of these uh, parameters do. And then there is a three-year look back. So uh, they're looking at, at gifts and uh, if you made a if you made a big gift or just gave away a bunch of stuff uh, that could disqualify you, most people that's not an issue. Okay, so your activities of daily living you must require at least uh, assistance with at least two activities of daily living. So if you need help with your bathing. That's one. Mobility or transferring. So that's help moving, uh, either getting around uh, or transferring from point A to point B. Someone helps you do that. Uh, incontinence management or support. Okay. Uh, feeding yourself. So if you need help, you know, cutting up your food, cooking your meals, helping you eat, that kind of thing. Toileting. So using the toilet, uh, getting dressed or undressed, uh, medication management, and meal preparation. Okay, if you need help with at least a couple of those activities of daily living, then that meets the minimum threshold. And most people that I work with need help with at least two and typically three, four, five of those, maybe all of them. Okay, so that one day in a period of war, World War II, was considered December 7th, 1941, of course, all the way through December 31st, 1946, for the purposes of qualifying for this program. The Korean War, June 27th, 1950, all the way through January 31st, 1955. Just one day during the period of war. Vietnam, August the 5th, 1964, all the way through May the 5th, 1975. Now, there is one exception. Now, you, you could have uh, sir, been st stateside and never touched a weapon and had a logistics or a support type of a role in active duty, okay? Never fired a weapon, okay? However, and you would qualify, all right? Uh, but if you were in the theater, boots on the ground in Vietnam, instead of August 5th, 1964, you'd move it all the way back to February 28th, 1961. Boots on the ground. Didn't have boots on the ground, August 5th, 1964. Okay, in the Gulf War, uh, 
August the 2nd, 1990 until um, I, I think that might still technically be going on as far as technically uh, qualifying for this program. Uh, the benefit amount for a single veteran, you would maximize uh, ma- the maximum reimbursement, $2,051. A married veteran, maximum $2,431 a month. Surviving spouse, maximum $1,318 per month. And again, it's pretty easy to get the maximum amount here. So here's an example. Let's say a veteran has $80,000 in liquid assets, an income of $2,000 per month, he lives in assisted living at $5,000 per month. That means he's short by $3,000 per month, right? That's his burn rate. So his $80,000, if he's using $3,000 a month to pay his bills, going to last for 27 months and then he's out of money. However, with the VA aid and attendance benefit kicking in $2,051, now your income is $4,051. You're only short by $949 and $80,000 at a burn rate of $949 a month. Your $80,000 will last you for not 27 months, but for 84 months. It would extend your stay in assisted living from 2.25 years all the way to seven years. Okay, so it's a big, 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 huge, huge deal. Uh, So just wanted to let you know about that. And again, I'll be breaking that down in a lot more detail uh, coming up here in November. All right, I'm Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.